ABC, one, two, three. Let me clear my throat. Nah, 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 nah. It's like, nah. <laughs> but, but, dog, um, yeah, bro, you on the pod, bro. Like, I know, man. I'm like, I've been waiting for my opportunity, man. It's about time, bro. Like, it's really been too long. Six episodes. It's been too long, bro. Bro, tell me about it. How many you plan on doing? As many as I can, bro. Because it's not, I mean. I hear that. It's not that tedious, but I want to branch out and kind of start, like, hosting events and recording live and stuff like that. Kind of get a little Mm. more interactive, you know what I'm saying? Being able to have stuff set up like that. No, that makes sense. In due time, though, like, still got baby steps and got to really grow the drink and make it a a need, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and that's how you that's how you sort of build on that fan base, too, when you get people latched on and then they start wanting more and you keep it regular. I mean, it's all it's all in the growth, man. Ain't nothing. That's nothing new. You already you know. What you, what you drinking on, though? Bro, I, you said you was pouring up. I'm like, all right, what yeah, I got I, in this house? I got some, uh, I poured, I crown vanilla. And uh oh, who's this? Cherry Coke, yeah. Oh, I ain't mad at that. No, I just got uh, um, it's got red wine. But I, I like I like red wine, so I had to get that. Ain't no judgment, Slim. I love me a good red. Okay, you already know that. <clears throat> but look, it's all good. We gonna get into it right now because you know how we do. We just we just kick it off. And this is your boy DH, and we back again with another episode of Regular Convos. It's your man DH, and we in the building. I'm so glad to finally have my boy in here. I got Manny Sampson, aka Manny Majors. Manny, what up, though? What's good, y'all? How y'all doing, man? Bruh, it's been a long time coming. Like we said in the uh, in the pre-show, <laughs> it's been a long time nah, coming. It I'm really has been, man. I appreciate, it, man. I'm happy to finally get on the show. I finally made the cut, bruh. <laughs> hey, man, Wait, look. My chance, man. You are a worthy contender. And finally, it's your turn to show your stuff and do your thing. But if y'all don't know, my man Manny is an actor, and he acts with me on the show Brunch and the series. I, I think he's the starring. I think he's the starring role. What do you think? I mean, I, I'm a I'm a part of the equation, bro. However, you the you the lead, I, bro. <laughs> listen, listen. All I'm gonna say is this, okay? Despite what you may say, okay. I think that the way this show is written, the way it's formulated, I think it is giving us main six an opportunity to really show our chops and really give different views and perspectives on what it is to be a young black person in the DMV DC area so with that being said okay we all stars right okay and we will go far that's true that's true that's true I'm just I love it though I'm just gassing I'm just gassing I'll take that I'll take it (laughs) but yeah (laughs) Hey, it's hella expensive, bro. You know, I got a premium vehicle, bro. I take premium Bruh, Exactly, see? You trying to stuck out here. You got four-wheel drive. Bruh. <laughs> all type of foreign My shit. car is old, Slim. Like, come on. My car is old I and can. it take premium gas. I'm definitely uh about to switch it up in a minute because this gas is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I'll speak on that. Speak on that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But y'all, Manny Majors is on the show. Like I said, he's an actor. He is... A real cool guy. He's pretty tall. Uh, that's what he put in his bio. He says he's tall. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Because Slim, you know, I don't know what I would do. That's what people be looking for, Slim. Who's that? I said that's what people be looking for. Your height, bro. No, real tall. You know what it's like real being 5'8", bro. bro? It's hard. No, 5'8", is dumb. No, that's pretty average, bro. I mean, pretty average. I guess. I mean, I think I think that is average. I got to go look it up. Um, let me go Google that. I'm going to ask Jeeves or something. I think that's average, bro. Jeez, I hear ask Jeez of it. Look, I'm old, okay? I'm old, bro. Yeah, you, <laughs> old as, you old as dirt, Slim. If you old, <laughs> I'm dust, bro. If you old as dirt, I'm dust. Oh, uh, here we go. You already know. Now, but you bring the, you bring the, you bring the maturity and the and the and the sensibility and the expertise to set. That's what I'll be telling this guy. Like, I, I I tap into him. I tap into Mo, and just I feed off them because they they've been doing this. They do this. It's like pure entertainers i think from there you can step anywhere so age is whatever it's all about the experience especially in what we're doing right now so what you bring to the table well that's a well i appreciate that bro and you know i'm not modest so i definitely take those compliments and i highly appreciate that and and speaking on that man talk about your journey just as an actor i know i was going to take another direction but we'll get into that later but i'm curious for the listeners to hear about you man talk about your journey uh to, to this point right now and what you're looking to do going forward with your career man 
For sure, man. So I think that for anybody who has known me since uh, I would say my college uh, days, being in front of the camera has been one of the, uh, I guess, premier positions for me and just wanting to be out in front to speak, to present and um, to sort of showcase who I am. Yeah. Uh, I think in college it started with, you know, doing, you know, uh, things here and there with my uh, black student organization. Um, you know, eventually uh, joining my fraternity and being in the forefront of a lot of the activities that we would hold, um, being a part of school events, such as the fashion shows, uh, step shows, all on and so on and so forth. So, um, and just sort of stemming that into the space right now, um, I would say about a year, year and a half ago, I really started to have uh, a desire to really get in front of the camera when it came to acting. So um, found the opportunity to be a part of a, a really up, a good up and coming show in the area. Uh, one of the, you know, the director on the show, um, <laughs> we, went to, we went to school together. Exactly. So uh, when I saw that um, promotion, I had to jump on it. And um, man, when I tell you, I that in, that uh, audition day, it the, the cutoff time was 830 sharp. And yeah. I rolled up in that door at 828, like, put me on, let's go. <laughs> and, um, and you know, and then fast forward to now, here we are, um, you know, many days of filming, um, many days of just communicating. And uh, I think this has been a premier opportunity for me to sort of, you know, showcase what I have, um, work with really, really great and fun people and being able to grow together. And I think that's the beauty of it all is we're all hungry. We're all trying to uh, strive for greatness. And it is very, very exciting. I Bro, can't, I can't deny it. Absolutely. Did I ever tell you the story about how I even found out about the show? No, no, what happened? <laughs> so one of my friends on uh, IG had posted, you know, the casting joint. And I think we went the same yeah. day, I, but I went early in the day. So, like, I it was uh -huh. the same day, and I saw it, and she just happened to post it. And I tell his wifey, I was like, you think I should go? She was like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Just roll up there and see. Mm -hmm. So I just Good went. Nah, yeah, absolutely. I, so I just went and auditioned, and then I got the call. Like, it was legit. So, like, it was literally, like, a like it wasn't even on my mind like mm -hmm. in, until then like and you know acting other stuff before but that was kind of like right. I needed something I wanted to get back into it and that was just right there and it just happened so that just goes to show uh, if y'all need to learn any lesson from this pay attention to your IG uh, thread bro because it be it be some gems in there and it could sure. be something that could hook For you real. up and like exactly. I say even, even from that like. Of course, yeah, I love acting. Of course, I love, you know, being part of the creative process. But I met so many dope people, like, just in general. So many people that's um, that's trying to, you know, go to the next level and trying to uh, do their thing. And there's so many people that's just cool. Like, we hang out. We grab lunch. You know what I'm saying? And we, we kick it. It's just, like, so many good people that have come from the project as a whole, man. And I think that's a good thing. You never want to block those Facts. blessings. You yep. never know where they come from. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, had to pause you for are on the money i hear that i ain't mad at that underground mind too <laughs> do your thing so i i don't want to um i'm a caution by saying this i don't want to be somber at the moment but i i mean i, I wouldn't be i would be remiss if i don't talk about it uh nipsey hustle got shot and killed a couple nights ago out in cali out front of his store marathon and it's a it's a sad thing bro like i was in uh mexico yeah. Um, Slight flex. I was in Mexico uh, out there uh, <laughs> with wifey and uh, a couple friends who was going, uh, at, a, at a wedding. And I saw the news and it was crazy. And I'll keep it a stack with you. Like, I'm not a huge fan. Like, I've heard some of his stuff, but I'm not a huge fan. But I'm more of a fan of his mm -hmm. um, his activism and his philanthropy and stuff he's doing for the community. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, we don't really have a lot of uh, positive images in the media right now. And he was one of them. Right. So, uh, seeing that go down, it was kind of, it was definitely sad. Um, yep. um, I'm, I'm not sure if it felt like family members sad, but it was more so just sad to know that, you know, people are still dying from gun violence the same way. Uh, people die every day from gun violence, and it's just terrible every time That's you right. hear about it, no matter if it's a celebrity, a kid, no matter if it's police uh, brutality, no matter, no matter, no matter who, no matter who, who, it, who it is, it just sucks in general. So, I'm curious to figure out how that affected you, um, and I mean, if it did affect you, I'm just curious, curious to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting because I think I have a similar um, perspective in the sense of um, not necessarily not being a fan, but not, but Nipsey not necessarily being at the uh, pinnacle of you know 
rap artists that I listen to on a regular basis. Yeah. However, I think the the beauty in that though, and I think um, people, you know, when I explain to people, understand is that even in that, over these last couple of days, I have spent my time really digging into and understanding what this man's impact has been outside of music and understanding what what other people truly see and what people feel. And I know for a fact that if you have people who are very, very strong fans of him, they know in and out that this is a travesty. And in a matter of 48, 72 hours, I've been able to feel the same thing. I think that's indicative of just how much of an impact Nipsey has had not only on the rap game, but also in his community. I mean, I mean, it, and like seriously, in the past few um, past couple of days, I've you know been able to understand just what his path has been in terms of his uh, career. Understanding how he had to struggle in the beginning to you know make money selling drugs, trying to make things work, going into you know some of his first mixtapes and sort of blossoming into this artist that he is, finding his voice and yeah. then really catching on in the late 2000s, and then you know the big drop in 13, and then you got 18 uh, with a recent drop and you know, some of his major hits, it's, it is moving. And just in that sense of how hungry he stayed, how consistent he stayed, especially you think about other LA um, rap artists. Um, but then, like you said, you dig into the philanthropy and then you have a narrative, bro, that is very, very unique. You have somebody who sees his community, who understands his community, who, who gets what they need and has not only been a, uh, a leader in that, yeah. but he is just consistently pushing it. He's just not saying it, he's doing it. And um, when you think about people, just people in general who are not only speakers, but doers, just like Nipsey Hussle was for the LA area, you can't do anything but appreciate what his existence has been um, for the 33 years that he's been living, or Ab that he was living. Absolutely, facts, facts, facts. And I'm gonna pause for a quick second because I wanna make sure everybody know where we are located. So y'all can definitely hit us up on IG, we just got a new IG page, man. Got a new IG page, regular combos. So hit us up, show us some love, click that follow button, and make sure you like, share, tell a friend. Also on Twitter, you can hit up REG Convos Pod. You know, it's uh they stole my other one, so I couldn't get that. So <laughs> Reg oh, <no>. Convos <laughs> Pod. Uh, and then of course, if you're listening right now on uh, Apple Podcast, make sure you uh, give us five stars because we need that. You know what I'm saying? And five just sh share a friend and you can go on right now and listen to all the previous episodes uh, that's in the vault, man. So you can go check it out. Um, and of course, man, Anchor.com, anchor, sorry, Anchor.fm, shout out to them for uh, hosting your boy. So we needed that. Yeah. Um, but I'll get back to this. Um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm just curious, like, um, do you, I mean, I've heard some comparisons saying that, um, Nipsey's uh, uh, passing was the equivalent of how people in the previous generation felt about like Tupac passing. Ooh, could you oh. could you see that? Like, is it, uh, could you see those feelings or? I don't Ooh, know. Uh, Woo Chile, uh, bro. Yeah, and, and I'll uh, say honestly. this, and I'll preface by saying this: I don't like yeah, yeah, to yeah. compare, you know, deaths and killings because I think. Each of them have their own separate situations, but I right, think overall right. as to how it affected, how it's affecting people and the culture, you know, do you think this is along those lines? You know what I would say, and this is, um, okay, we're in, we're in, we're in 2019, so everybody's got their opinion. Here's mine. Um, I would see lines of similarity in the sense of, um, just an overall appreciation for who he is as an artist who he is as a, a human being and what he's done for his community and what he stands for. I think there are lines of correlation there. Yeah. Um, but when you start getting into those kind of comparisons, you know, it's like broad comparison, you feel what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, you start, you know, dissecting that and you think about, um, you know, different timelines, uh, different standards, uh, different timelines, different standards, and just a different overall game. So, you know, bringing it back to Nipsey versus a Tupac or in comparison to the two, I would say that we are seeing lines of uh, relatively, relativity when it comes to the feelings and, and understanding about the man, the music, and the motive yeah. um, in terms of what he did for his community. I think that we can't dismiss that. I think that it, it, it's, it is reasonable. It is um, realistic. Uh, and you never, you know what? You just never know. You never right. know. And I think that the more we learn about him and more of his story comes to light, it's going to be one of those situations where 
you've got people, you know, so like, you know, knocking themselves on the head, like, damn, I really wish I had listened more to him. And, you know, and going back to his old music and appreciating him um, in his depth and, and taking it to a level where maybe it could be something like that. We don't know, but I do see lines of comparison and relation between the two. I will, I will say that. And, you know, I've said this to people in like debates, right? Where, mm-hmm. and this is going to be an unpopular opinion and people might throw stones at your boy, but, like right. when people put on the top five, they put like Tupac and or Biggie, and I'm like, if you're looking at just body of work alone, that might be a hard sell. Maybe for two, maybe not so so much for Tupac, but for Biggie. But I think because in depth, you know, you really find you really attach more to the artist and to the artistry, and you're and I I feel like sometimes people hold that to a higher standard because. It's like potential what's left out there. You know what I'm saying? You really don't know what they could have right. done or what they would have done. Um, and I'm not knocking nobody for having whoever in your top five. That's your thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just like um, the people may find those comparisons saying, like, you know, he could be one of the best rappers of all time, you know, had he not been killed. You know what I mean? And, and, and I hate to be trivial, but you know what I'm saying? But those are just yeah. a, re- that's a regular convo that people have. Like, when you talk about Big and Tupac, they be like, like, when you – I've had a debate and I literally asked this. I said, so how's big in your top five? And you got two albums. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, I know I'm, I know I'm going off topic, but I, I mean, you know what I mean? I just, I, I just, I know, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I think, I think it's very valid. And you know what? I think that's just a realistic um, reaction for a lot of people um, when it comes to people after death and, you know, looking at their bodies of work and just saying, dang, like it, if they had a little bit more time, right. who knows what they would have developed into? You know, like you'll you'll, you'll feel that with a, uh, a Tupac, you feel that with a Biggie, you feel that with a Leah. Yep. You know, I remember these comparisons all the time. Like, oh, if she was still alive, she'd be you know she'd be Beyonce. Right. Blah, blah blah blah. I'm not bad on that because I don't want to get stung. Yeah. All I'm saying is this, <laughs> bro. You say anything think, about Beyonce, they gonna come listen, get you. Listen, all I'm saying right. is all hell Beyonce. I don't want nobody attacking me. I'm a god fearing man. I'm going to heaven if you kill me. It don't matter. <laughs> but I will say this. Um, I think that in Nipsey's um, absence, I think this will be an opportunity for us to really, really dig into what he brought to the table, yeah. appreciate yeah. it, and he may be he may be in a Leah conversation, he may be a Tupac conversation, Biggie conversation, where we're like, if he had stayed longer, he might have done so much more. And then outside of the music, we his impact on his community would have gone even further, and we know that without without even questioning it. So, I welcome that conversation. I welcome that opportunity for him to develop into that kind of moniker where we're looking at him five, 10 years from now and just thinking, man, if only he had not been killed, well, it, would, it might have been very amazing. You know, I agree with you hundred percent. And I talked to a lot, I talked to other creators about stuff like this right now where, you know, as a creator, like, especially an unknown creator, right? I feel mm-hmm. like this is where, this is where your best work is. So I think like once I become a national uh, radio host, They'll go back and listen That's to yeah. yeah, absolutely. When they go back and listen to regular yeah. convos podcast, these first episodes, they even like, bro, listen to how they might listen to how hungry is, listen to how raw the voice is, like exactly. stuff like that. And even with music and even watching uh like actors' first projects and stuff like that, or directors' first projects, you see how much they've grown. And I think the discovery process, uh in you know, in life and death, you really find you really gain a new fan base. Where people may not have really heard of you, but in your death they hear they hear about you, and then they go back and they start listening to all your old stuff, and they they build a whole new likeness um, for for the person um, just in the discovery process, and that's why even what I what I do now, I just try to make sure my stuff is high quality. So, excuse me, when you if you catch an album like you know let's say five albums for now, you know what I'm saying? I finally get that one joint and mm-hmm. people start hearing from me. They can go back and you got five yep. albums worth of heat. And you be like, bro, how did I not know about this? You know what I'm saying? So Exactly. So it's like exactly. it's those that discovery process that even for myself, like I found myself, because I told you I didn't listen to them like that. I, I went back and started listening to some stuff. I'm like, okay. I was like, oh, this is some fire. And I feel like, dang, I'm left mm-hmm. out. And I feel like why why was I not hip before? And I hate that it came in his death, but a lot of times that doesn't even that doesn't register until it happens and you realize how great right. somebody really was. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think that's a perfect segue into, I just, for anybody listening, I think when it comes to music, actors, family, friends, this is the time 
to show that appreciation, to show yeah. that love, to actually take that moment and just be present, listen, um, and, and, and show that appreciation and give them that feeling of appreciation because the last thing you want to do is for it to feel like it's too late yeah. and now you're in just in a sense of wonderment and just like, oh, I wish I had, what if I, what if I did this, what if I said that? We gotta try best to sort of live in the moment, live right now and make sure that we're living at peace and living in love and just showing that as much as we possibly can while we still can. Hell yeah, and just do it, and just do it. Slim, I saw this post, exactly. I saw this post by T.I. and this is probably be my last thing talking about it because I feel a little somber, but I'm gonna let it go. But T.I. posted said, y'all kill Nipsey and let Zimmerman live, the streets is done. You know why this is problematic to me? Oh my gosh, bro! First of all, was his was his hat tilted to the side when Bruh. he said this, or this is just this a ball? This a ball Ti call. Oh, you want me to read this in Ti voice? Hey, say what? Please give me Ti voice. Do you have a hat to put on? Hey, I to do. Show me with the lean one, like, bro. I like have a hat a, somewhere. Was it obtuse? Or like, oh, here, hold on, hold on. Because that's very important. <laughs> it's a bad hat, but I got one. It's a bad hat. You know what I'm saying? I say uh, what? Is that Makuno? No. Okay, it's <laughs> Hey, say what's happening? Y'all kill Nipsey and let Zimmer live? Man, the streets is done. And scene. Right. <laughs> but no, this is problematic because I don't even know. Like, it just feels problematic. Like, I just, you just can't say stuff like this. But I'm like, and somebody, somebody responded to it and said, bro, we ain't from the streets. Y'all the rappers, y'all from the streets. Y'all ain't handled that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you brought that up because I remember seeing that a couple of days ago. I think it's. And like you said, I think the first thought I thought was problematic. Number one, we're talking about two very different circumstances yes. where it wasn't it wasn't the people of the street. And I don't know. I don't know who he's directing that to. But if we were to keep it to, we can talk about the people of the streets, and we can yeah. talk about the people of the court, right? Yeah. And we can we can talk about the law, and we can talk about the law, and we can talk about the land, okay? In the land, we talk about the people. You can't talk to the people about why uh, situation A when Nipsey happened, and compare it to Zimmerman. Like Zimmerman went through an entire judicial process, right? And and was and was and, and was let go, and and was released. Like my man didn't even have that opportunity. He didn't even have an opportunity to live to even tell his story and to fight his fight right um and and then the people themselves what what is the expectation um what expectation did he have in mind when it when he's talking about what people could have done or why they let somebody else go and get hurt versus you know zimmerman walking the streets i think it's a comparison of apples and oranges and i'm sure you know it, he probably thought it was uh it, it, it made sense but i don't really see the correlation between the two maybe somebody does um, it's, it's, and I would love to hear their opinion. It's problematic because the the uh, goal is to eradicate this unnecessary gun violence. And what you're implying mm -hmm. in your meme is unnecessary gun violence. You know what I'm saying? Now, you may feel some type of way, but he went through the justice system. And regardless of how you feel, that happened. You know what I'm saying? He right. went through it and he did his thing. But Slim, like, to be like, yeah, you know, uh, y'all kill him, but ain't kill him. Like, that don't even make sense, bro. My goal, like, seriously, and I was telling somebody today, like, the gun violence is killing me. Like, I, I feel like, you know, you defend yourself, you got to defend yourself. But it's, like, right. senseless stuff. Like, I really find myself in situations of anger. Like, I try to talk calm down because we got i mean we got stuff to lose you know what i'm saying we got jobs exactly you know we got families and whatnot so i really try to talk myself down and try to like really see like is the problem that deep where i can't even chop it up with you like i can't have a conversation and we can talk about it and we may disagree but like do i gotta kill you at the end of the day like is that do you gotta be gone in order for me to you know feel vindicated about the situation like that's just that's problematic to me because it's just too much and it's and it's running too rampant. So that's why I always, I'm slow to I'm slow to react. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just it's yeah. killing me. Man. Exactly, and I think that's I think it's very important, and it's another sort of like note that I hope people really take to mind. Where I think we're in such a reactionary time where people they do, and the important step of thinking a little bit and sort of processing it. And, and, and it's not a situation where it, it takes a minute to think about something. It takes seconds. It takes moments. 
And you just have to take those, you know, analyze the situation, analyze who you're dealing with and say, okay, what is the best way to go about this? But, you know, until people really pick up on that kind of process and what that can actually do and mean for life or death situations, you know, we're going to continue to see things um, like senseless killing in our communities and um, people falling victim to um, negligence. And, and And it's a sad concept to see. And I'm just hoping that, you know, efforts that, you know, we make in right now talking about it, you know, efforts that Nipsey made in his community when he was being about it, that it, 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 it touches one person and it spreads and is able to just be, you know, something that just blankets the entire community um, so we can do better for ourselves, man, because we, we are hurt, hurting ourselves. And I'm more concerned about us for us and we can worry about everybody else later. We can worry about them together, but we yeah. got to get ourselves together. We got to get our house together first before we step outside and try to, you know, talk about somebody else's yard. You feel me? Yo, I agree. And it's funny because, like, normally I'm, like, super laughing laughing and joking on these joints. But in this mm-hmm. moment, I had to be serious because that's a serious you. thing. You know what I mean? All right, now I can pause because now we can transition. But before we transition, I want to let everybody know that you can follow my man Manny or at Manny Majors, all right? And this is a major yeah, connection. This DH Major and this Manny Majors. We're here in the building. Yeah, we're having a major conversation right here on Regular Convos. We just, you know, we just chilling. We just kicking it, man. We just kicking it. So make sure you follow him. And while you're at it, go ahead, give us a, a five-star rating yeah, wherever yeah. you're listening to right now because we need that. We need that. Need it. Now I got to ask you. It's been, uh, it's been two, three weeks now. I know you've seen us. Oh, bruh. <laughs> Let me get my voice together. <laughs> Bro, go, go, go. Right. Get into it. So, it. <laughs> so as so, I'm gonna give you a couple perspectives. So, okay, okay. as an actor and as a creator and as like a regular person, I can definitely see how regular people didn't get it. Yeah. Um. I feel like Jordan Peele has set a precedence that you have to be kind of, you have to be a thinking person. You have to be kind of yes. deep to really yes. know what's going on. And I think those who, excuse me, those who missed the missed the point and those who didn't like it missed the point. Yes. You know what I mean? From the regular standpoint. Mm-hmm. Now, from the actor and the creator standpoint, bruh, like it went so deep. Like I'm all in for stuff like that. Like movies like yes. Inception, movies like um, different movies where like an alternate universe or alternate uh, set of situations is created. It really intrigues mm-hmm. me, and I think this movie exactly. really intrigued me. Um, I give it five stars, um, and not just because he black, but because he really took the time <laughs> to tell some a different set of stories and create a new narrative and create. Uh, and answer some questions where, you know, mm-hmm. the 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 killers are really uh, who we looking at in the mirror where we're doing things to, um, you know, kill our own self. And I'll give you a quick uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched us, stop right now. Exactly. Okay? Pause. If you haven't. Pause for 30 seconds. Yes. If you haven't watched us, pause right now. Go watch the movie and then come back and finish this because uh, I don't exactly. want to ruin it for you. But, uh, Manny, give me your thoughts, man. How would you feel about it? Okay, no, for real. I I love the movie. I'ma love it because he's black. Period. Yeah, That's all I need. Uh, but now, for real, outside of that though, I think what Jordan Peele brings to the table, and I think that us creatives, we have to absorb this, is he's bringing quality work, um, quality work, quality um, actors, quality storylines to the film and to the to the film screens, and man, like. <laughs> just comparing and just thinking about some of our old narratives, some of our old storylines, you know, this is like a breath of fresh air. Like when's the last time you've seen an all black, you know, side, not side, like sci-fi ish horror suspense type film. Have you ever seen that? I haven't. Nah. I haven't. Um, you know, Lupita, bruh, I, I'm not gonna lie. When I went into the beginning, the beginning for me was kind of slow. Mm-hmm. However, um, it, when the story started to unfold and started to make a lot, a little bit more sense for me, I, I finally realized what Lapita was bringing to the table on, particularly on her normal side, on, not normal side, on her family side yeah. with the kids and the husband. I, it, it, her, 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 uh, her, um, her perspective, her space, her presence made so much sense by the time I got to the end of the movie that I was just like, oh, 
you know what? I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, whatever. Yo, she she did what she had to do. And I think that um, when you bring that all together, you have a story that, like you said, somebody with a naked eye who is coming in like, oh, I want to get, well, I want somebody to scare the shit out of me. You ain't finna get that. <laughs> what, what people you people get? were definitely expecting a slasher movie, like, you yeah, know, like, like, I know, like, I know what you did last summer, like some scream. It's like, definitely no, 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 not no. that, bro. You're, it's definitely you not ain't that. getting that. Yeah. What you're, what you're getting though, like you said, you're getting a think piece. You're getting something that is going to make you see what's given to you, see what's presented to you, and then figure out what the true purpose is behind it. And I think that Jordan Peele does a fantastic job of keeping people enthralled in what's going on and then sort of hitting them with a curveball on some like, oh, you thought it was type shit. Now this is what it's really about. He did it with Get Out. He he, he did it with us. And I think that he has, well, he's literally solidified himself in black movie making history. Um, I think he's like one of six, you know, black directors to you gross over a hundred million dollars for you know a movie like six. So six. let me see, huh? So it's him, uh, Coogler, uh, Ava mm-hmm. Duvernay. Mm-hmm. I think uh, she's in the. I think she's in the mix. Um, and then what's my man? I think my man who directed Spider Man. I think he. I think he's oh, in the mix um, as well. This, it, into the into the Spider Verse. He crap. he. I, I think he's you, on the mix too. I know you're talking about his name is not. Yeah, I'm losing it right now, but. It, it just, but it's, I think that, and this is all we're talking about within the past, you know, handful of years that these people have been making their marks. So it's just, it just goes to show you, like, we are in a time where black art, black creators are at the the pinnacle of. Not, I don't think it's the pinnacle. We are, we are high as fuck, yeah, and yeah. I think that this, I think they're still moving up, and you know, it's, it's beautiful to see that because it gives us hope, it gives me hope for sure about what we're doing. You never know what that may turn into. You well, I, I told him, I definitely said, me and my wife said, I'm going to go see it because, first of all, he's black. And mm-hmm. as a black artist, I got to support my people, like, at the Absolutely. end of the day. Um, second of all, you have a poor connection. I don't know why, but I can't see you. Uh, so, <laughs> But can you hear me, though? Can yeah, you I can hear you. That's all that counts. That's all that counts. Okay, I mean, let me fix it. Cause, you know, I got I got boost. Let me turn right. this thing on. <laughs> Where you at? The whole city behind us. <laughs> you know, is, okay. that, is that Where boost? Was that boost? No, 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 I think it might be in my, with the old grandma. I was like, yeah. Where you at? <laughs> like that was that was my shit. Uh, but that was when Kanye well, was. I'm definitely. Player, I got I got the most expensive joint. I got Verizon Plus. So oh my god! Yeah, call uh, that, I think man. I, I don't know if I can, yeah, no, can I, you see me. Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, I can see you. Good. Okay, I got the LTE popping. Okay, right. this data for me. <laughs> Slim, it's it's wild because I um I like I said I was gonna support him because he black. Um, yeah. And being a black creative is difficult, man. And yeah. I think I think for him to be able to do what he's done or to do what he's doing, he's um, he's rewriting some history, like you said, and he's making uh, black horror a thing. Because every yeah. in every scary movie, if there's somebody black, they're dying within the first couple of scenes, and it's a wrap. Amen. Uh, mm-hmm. Jamal dies Even though Jamal's the smartest Jamal's the strongest Jamal dies Chasing after the white girl Into the woods Like <laughs> You know what I'm saying And I'm like How did this mm-hmm. happen um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> um, But the fact that He's doing this right now And like he said He said I'm not casting No white leads He said I've seen that story before And I appreciate that bro Because there's so many Black stories that never get told And yes. the fact that he's really Making a conscious effort To do that I appreciate it Then I see somebody Drop some slander And be like Oh well he's Uh-oh. He married to a white woman I mean okay Okay that that Those are two separate statements Slim. I'm not casting somebody In my movie And then I'm not even saying a statement About I'm not marrying white Like that's who he loves And that's And I think that's perf- That's perfectly fine that, that is perfectly fine I just For some reason I think we're in a time People try to connect Two and two Slim, And they're in like they Two different make, planes They try to make Everything One singular thing And it's not Like I don't have Like because I have, it's like, if I like one, I can't like the other. And I was exactly. talking about this with TJ today on Twitter. Like, you even seen it. It's like, a lot of times, man, I keep my mouth shut on some of these situations because, you know, because I might be scrutinized. And I might be scrutinized to the point of, you know, I could say, um, I could say, I could say I like green apples better than red apples. And people mm-hmm. be upset thinking I don't like all apples when I say I like one better than another. Exactly. I just, I think it's just, it's unnecessary drama. And I think that we just got to, it, it, I think it's saddening too, because I think that comment, I think it probably came from a person of color who was like, yeah. oh, but he's married to a white woman. Guys, we, we've got to stop 
trying to demean and belittle our own. Like, you wouldn't want somebody to criticize you for, you know, the white woman or the white man that you may happen to love and, and you're all black or you're all pro black or you yeah. all you love your people like that, you would feel some type of way. And in your mind you're gonna say there's no correlation to that because this is like um what's the show on Netflix? Um the um with the college kids, um, um the black oh my gosh. They're uh, white people? They're white people, yeah. thank you. I'm losing my mind. I love <laughs> all that. Um but it, that is sort of reminiscent of that where they try to um sort of belittle her presence in her in her black circle just because the person she happened to love was white. And I think that we got to understand that the two and two are not, um, you know, related and that Jordan Phil is perfectly valid in saying what he said, because I think that should be, if anything, should make you proud in the fact that somebody who was up there is trying to tell a story that relates to you and, and trying to showcase that to the world and put it in box offices and get a hundred million dollar checks and spread it amongst the community and hopefully that's trickling down into the smaller communities. He's doing that. So quit the shit. It's useless. It don't but, make no sense. But my thing is, I just want people to be judged on their work. Like if the movie sucks, mm-hmm. say the movie sucks because you know, because the movie sucks. Yeah, exactly. Not it sucks because oh it made me think too much or it's right. not believable or stuff like that like judge stuff for what it is or it's, it's who he date like that don't even mean anything slim like at the end of the day your food either tastes good or it tastes bad like mm-hmm. i don't care what it is i don't care how you made it it either sucks or it doesn't and it's like Boom. i'd rather people look at it and see it like this and i feel like this only happens with black folk bro we're the most talented and we're the most critical then it's like I see like white people stay together, uh, uh, Spanish people stay together, Asians stay together, people from Middle East stay together. It's like black people are the only people that be divisive, and I know that's false because there are a lot of different um, you know uh, uh, divisiveness in different communities. But it just feel like that we yeah. always so negative, bruh. Yeah, and I think and, and I think that's one of the hardest things to sort of absorb especially because we be on twitter all the time and we and we see it's like you was like just like you were saying to uh to terrorists today where it's like sometimes you just you see something you're just like you know what it's not even worth saying because you know that it's going to turn into something else and i think that is just sort of showcasing the fact like you said that we are so divisive even within our own space that when it comes to getting out in these streets and defending our people and being present you know we we can't do that wholeheartedly because we still have this dividing line that is saying, okay, we're all black in a circle, but this part of pie is black, um, affluent blacks. And this part is, you know, you know, impoverished blacks. And this part is, you know, uneducated blacks. And we use that and we're, and, and, and I don't think people are really picking up on the fact that in, in establishing those kind of divisive measures, um, you're, you're dividing your people and you're dividing your morale and eventually it's going to be divided to a point where that fraction is going to be so minuscule that we're going to have little to no, we're going to leave ourselves a little to no backbone to support ourselves. And then we're going to be wondering, you know, why this, why that, how come we can't do this? How come we can't do that? It starts with them. And, and we've got to establish that, that, that strength with one another in order to be strong enough to go against everybody else and not on not on no fucking you know you know you know battle war type shit but just right. being able to be proud of what we do promote ourselves raise ourselves up we gotta do that no i agree i agree and back to the movie like even mm-hmm. even watching it like I, I was really intrigued because i could see like I, I could i really understood the movie the next day so like i saw the movie and watched it but I really got a chance to understand this stuff the next day because I read a yep. couple articles and I talked to a couple people. And, like, bro, like, mm-hmm. literally after the movie went off, we had, like, a, a rap session, like, in the movie theater with, like, people we didn't know. And they was asking questions, and we had answers. And we was like, well, what about this? What about that? And it was, like, even from the opening scene, bro, with the bunnies, like, you just, it, you knew it was something weird. And just, like, how they tied everything exactly. together. I think I really liked Jordan because he was able to, to literally create a whole new concept. And what I mean is the movie is basically based upon uh, it's, it's an Armageddon type Armageddon type movie. It's a psychological thriller where mm-hmm. you and which is the, the meaning of the movie is us 
are the ones that kill yourself. Um, and to the fact that he's able to come up with a conspiracy conspiracy theory that I've never heard of before. Um, you know, we always hear mm-hmm. about, oh, you know, it'll be a big explosion or it'll be a big thing. And this and the third. He literally came up with yep. your twin will come up from underneath the ground in in tunnels uh, and kill you. And once they've done killing you, they'll begin the hands across America. You know what I'm saying? It's like that whole concept. Yeah. I was like, yee. I was like, what is my twin doing right now, bro? Like, oh, exactly. Like, is he, what's going on? He lit. My like, twin yeah. eating bunny nuggets, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> not, not bunny nuggets. <laughs> Yo, he like, oh, oh a uh, six piece bunny upset. nugget. Uh. <laughs> bro, no, but for real, like, people, like, listen to, listen to what you just said. Like, I think one of the things that I really appreciate about this film, I mean, outside of, outside of Lupita, I just, I, I've, been enthralled with Lupita for years now. Like she, she's she is just she's a, a magnificent beast. story. It's it's a magnificent story about what she what she's doing. She's beautiful. She's driven. Like the woman is skilled. Like no other. But if you haven't read an article about what she did to prepare for this role, please go look at it. Yeah. But um, one of the biggest things I appreciate about this film as a whole is the fact that it is an original. Yeah. This is this is from this is from Jordan Peele's mind. This is something that this man sat at somebody's coffee shop or some, at his crib. And he's like, bruh Bruh. What do you think about what this? What if I got carbon right. copies in the basement somewhere? Like, <laughs> and he ran with that. And I think to, to people out there who um, feel as though um, they have a good story that hasn't been told, write it down. Do something with it. Um, and it doesn't have to be this major thing. It just just put it down and 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 and, and, and be happy about something that you have created from your mind. Um, because we see nowadays, especially with movies, we have a lot of remakes going on. You have so a lot of, many, you know, bro, so many, remakes. and you know, sequels. They bring in, they bring it back. Even Stevens, you saw that shit today. What? Even Stevens, my nigga. Is, on, is it on TV? Stevens, I don't even know. If, I don't know. If Shia LaBeouf is available, wow. and they bring that shit back. So it's like it, it, the, the the industry is tapping into the old and try to make it new. Um, so you, we have not only a black ass man making movies, but we have a black ass man making original. Movies. From scratch, Mo. It it is so dope. It is so great. Um, and I think that we got to eat that up. And I think we got to take that and run with that because, man, those 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 original stories are gonna be the ones that transcend time. Because it's hard to top older movies. It's hard to really speak new life into old things. But make a nice new thing. Uh, that shit gonna last. And I think that just like Get Out, just like Us, it's gonna have that longevity. Slim, it's wild because, like, just for him to be able to literally, like, develop that story from ground up. I read something where he was, like, he created that whole story. And even, like, with the concept, like, you think about the conceptual piece where, um, you know, your tether is the person that killed you. But how he tied in Hands Across America and how he tied in the twist at the end, the plot twist Mm. that had you rethinking the whole movie. Slim. Let me stop you. Let me stop you right now. If you've not seen us, first of all, I don't know what to do with yourself. But second of all, you need to go watch it because you'll understand (laughs) this even better. And spoiler alert: if you haven't watched it, tough shit. Uh, But I'm gonna tell you right now: the the fact that that she switches at the end and you realize that she's the the tether. You know what I mean? It it answers so many other questions that you ain't even know you had. So many questions that you you didn't even realize were questions. And I think to, to be able to put that in there to to make an overall great movie, and then to have that twist at the end to leave you kind of on edge, like okay, well, what does that mean now? You know, it really kind of mm-hmm. debunks every other theory that you had about the other previous ideas. You like, well, was anybody else ever switched? Was exactly was uh like how did this happen xyz then answer questions about why she spoke that way uh it's just it's a lot bro and i think i mean it's just a lot go ahead and i was gonna say and just and just even the conversation we're having right now just thinking about the fact that we're weeks uh out of that movie dropping he has been you know number one he was number one in the world for a little while and we're still talking about this joint like it is you know fresh off the you know production line it, these are the kind of movies that um, have the ability to really, really go far and go and, and, and keep people hooked onto them because it's it's building on. We're we're talking about not only the quality of the film and how good it is, but we're also talking about the film and the, and the thought process that is invoking. We're thinking about like, oh, that twist. What could that mean? 
um, you know, this and that. Like you have, and he has people eating out of the palm of his hand, thinking about this movie weeks after it's been released. That is how you do a movie. You got it. You keep the people talking, and you keep the people going. And when you do that, that is how you create a name for yourself. And you just and you just keep rocking. You keep rolling. Jordan's doing that. Cougar did that. Ava, uh, Ava DuVernay did that. And I think that it is totally inspiring. You got to take that. You got to run with that. I I'm looking forward to like what he does and some of the other stories that he's tell that he will tell coming mm-hmm. forward. Um, I'm really hoping it creates a new opportunity and a new lane for people to really tell like some good stories and some and some new stories. Because like you said, yeah. man, a lot of stuff is being remade right now. A lot of stuff is being remade, and it's exactly. not the fact that it's bad. It's just like I feel like yeah. people lost their creative touch. Like nobody wants to take a risk yeah. anymore. Yeah, and like sort of like just dig into their Barney bag and like, all right, what can I make out of this? I've been looking in my Barney bag. I'm serious. It's like you have to, there's a pride. <laughs> Gizmos and gadgets. Odds being and, able to, <laughs> and being able to look at something and say, I can get that from nowhere. I made that. Yeah, yeah. I made that. And, uh, you know, we can know a little bit of that, too, with Bunch Ann, where I just think that the concept itself is just so original. And so it's like it's original in the fact that we haven't seen it, but it, we're, I think we're capitalizing, the production team is capitalizing on something that is a major thing for our community in this area at this point in time. And um, it's going to tell a good story. And just, you know, I think that, you know, hopefully we get some short film money one day. But the moral of this story <laughs> right. is for right now is that, you know, we're telling original stories um, and we're just general people hungry to make a name for ourselves. And Jordan's doing that. Shout out to him. I hope he listens to this podcast. I'm going to DM him, send his joint. Hey, send it to him, bro. If you're We've listening, been singing his praises. If you're okay, listening, for if you're, 48 minutes. If you're listening right now, and dang, you actually, oh yeah, well, you do have a timer on your joint, but it is at 48 yeah, minutes. Right. <laughs> like, have you been keeping the math. minute count in your head, Slim? No, okay. It's that new math. Right. Nah, I got you. But <laughs> no, but for real, though, like, we got, okay, exactly, hello? So, uh, but no, I just, um, it's we just got to be happy with ourselves and be happy with everyone, yeah. man. I think that's, that's, that's step one. And then everything else will fall into play. The support, the love. The, the the growth the production it'll it'll naturally happen in itself. Do you do you think? And, and by the way, checking in right now, let y'all know I'm listening. To, well, listening. I'm talk, <laughs> I'm talking with my boy <laughs> Manny Sam Manny Samso right here in the. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a joke earlier, but uh, <laughs> right in the boy uh, in the building, kicking with my boy Manny Samson. Man, Manny Majors everywhere. You can uh, hit him up on social media. Make sure you follow him and follow what he got going on. But um. Uh, it it was it was crazy because I was having a I was just having a thought process about a thought process a thought session by myself thinking about like can can somebody from the area really make it in the business but here though without having to move to Cali without having to move to Atlanta or without having to move to New York can DC become or the DMV become an area where like things are getting shot and things are getting made and getting real notoriety what do you think in regards to that. You know what? I think that DC has had DC has its shining moments. Um, you know, we we see DC on films, we see DC in, 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 in TV shows. However, we don't see them from the guise of black stories, um, especially prominent um, black stories. Um, and it's it's saddening, but I think it's also an opportunity for people to sort of figure out, okay how do we become a mecca of greatness for black movies, black music, black film, um, oh, that's in music, that's, that's in film and movies as well, but TV and stuff like that. Like, how do we do that? Um, I personally haven't done the research on Atlanta, but Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta in terms of a movie, being a movie-based um, um, met- uh, metropolis for black people, you know, that's that's been developing over the past 10, 15 years, yeah. um, if you will. And, you know, so you, that's Googleable. You feel what I'm saying? Right. We can go back and see. Okay, Googleable. how did that start? <laughs> Googleable. Okay, <laughs> I, I created that, and um, we can find out how that happened. And then maybe there's somebody here who can make that happen. I actually, one of my own, one of my buddies now. Um, I, I think we both know him. He's, you know, he's trying to figure out. Okay, how can we establish something in the area, just like along what you're saying, that can sort of give us the the grounds to, you know, base some creative minds here 
And we see, you know, little pockets here and there. Like, you know, I know Big Chief, they host events all the time, right. like um, art shows and, you know, expos for people to really um, showcase their talents and skills and their products to people. And they're, they're fantastic. Um, it's just a matter of trying to you know, um, balloon those and make them happen uh, more often and making sure the quality um, and by quality, and, and whenever I say quality, I'm not comparing it to anybody else's show. I'm not comparing it to white people things or, you know, Hispanic people or whatever. By quality, I mean, it is something that you can look at and you're proud of. Right. Something that you look at and you're like, this is well done. This is well organized, um, well made and, and, and timely. Those are the basis of quality. You ain't got to compare yourself in order to establish what quality is to you. And I think people really, really need to get that. Um, you know, jokingly, we can be like, oh, yo, you be acting real white, acting real Caucasian. I'm good for that every once in a while. <laughs> However, realistically speaking, the quality is based on yourself and what you deem as successful and good. So bring it all home. I think that DC could be that. We just need a, we just need something really, really big to sort of put the put the community on the on the map. And when we get that, I think it's going to be a wrap. I think people are going to be looking to us and saying, you know, DC got what it, what it takes. DMV has what it takes. Let's get in there. Let's build something, and and let's maybe we can make that you know a middle hub between New York and Atlanta and get people somewhere to focus themselves around here. I mean, if you look at it, the way things are set up right now with social media and mm-hmm. uh, social branding, like you really can take uh, opportunities and start them from anywhere. You know what I'm saying? With the phone, yeah. with the mic, the way I got it set up right now. You know what I'm saying? Like a mic and a computer, like. You know, a phone and iMovie. Like, you can edit stuff. You can create stuff. Yep. And at the end of the day, if your stuff is good, I mean, I remember somebody telling me this uh, about the NFL. If you're good, they'll find you, Slim, because the, the best of the best exactly. is in the league. And if you're a good player, they'll find you. And I think if you have good exactly. talent, people – I think if you have good talent, people will find you. It may take a while, and it's not overnight. Exactly. But people will, exactly. people will find you, and people will gravitate right. to it because – I mean, we all like good stuff, and when we get to it and we finally are able to invest and enjoy it, like it's even that much better. And I think it makes the grind um, even more uh, worth it. And I mean, who wants? Yes. To, and I, I think those the the years of uprooting everything and moving out west. I'm not saying that's over, but I really think no. that with with some with a little bit of financial backing, like you can really create create your brand like wherever you are and really build what you want to build and i think that's important for people to understand like you don't have to just uproot your life and go somewhere else you know try to make it there if you see another opportunity to do it somewhere else yeah that's that's fine but go out there with a plan because i i moved away without a plan and i'm back mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yep. and it's like you mm-hmm. want to make sure if you do it you do it right and go out there and hold true to your word and i just think that's an important message like for people that's going through it right now and we're we're, we're both I, i'll call it i say starving actors and starving artists you yeah. know what i'm saying we both i'm hungry exactly man we both got literally rare, we I'm both hungry. <laughs> nigga i'm hungry nigga what we got I'm kidding, I'm kidding. so you just well, no, ate you, bro right. i did though, i did it was very very good very very caucasian <laughs> but we all right now are in positions where we working full-time jobs and we doing other things on the side whether it be acting, whether it be uh, stand-up comedy, whether it be podcast, mm-hmm. uh, doing whatever is more so. We're trying to just fulfill a void and really, like, tap into our creative abilities. And I think, you know, we can't just uproot and go somewhere else because we got pretty decent jobs. You know what I'm saying? So right, exactly. it, we can't just uproot and go somewhere else. And who wants to do that? I mean, that's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot on like you, bro. Your main, not your main right now. Yeah. It's... You're really, and people do all the time. Yeah. But we're in a time right now where you have to be realistic, and and sometimes and that's with no guarantees, bro. That's with no guarantees. Exactly. It's like one. Exactly. It's like one of one thousand people move to LA, and make it. The other nine, the other uh, whatever that number is, come back home, like or they end up out there with with a sorry job, just trying to make it. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that's your hustle, that's your hustle. But, like, you just got to be smart, bro, because this isn't not always set up for you just to succeed, bro. You really got to put in the work. And if you're good enough, people will find you. People will gravitate to you. And I think people, you got the opportunity to do it right now with the stuff that we got set up through technology. Shout out to technology, bro. Exactly. Amen to technology. We can all do it. I mean, 
is just like stay hungry, stay on top of it, stay focused, and um, then when you find an opportunity, jump at it. When that when it shows itself, latch onto it, commit to it. And give it what you got. That's all. That's all you can really do. Facts. I agree. So, Manny, look, man. Before we get up out of here, man, what else are you working on right now? I know you got brunch and coming up. Um, some episodes are going to drop soon. That's what a little bird tell me. Oh um, yeah, man. I heard. Man, I gotta stay tuned. That's what a bird tell me. So y'all stay tuned to that. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about of that uh, in regards yeah. to that. But what else you got going on right now? Um. Well, you know, speaking of those same birds, you know, I know a lot of people. I uh, just want to. You know, take this opportunity to thank all the people who supported the show, who have been in capacities of being extras to donating financially to the cause. Um, without you all, this this dream for a lot of people wouldn't become a reality. So thank you all. Um, I heard that you know we about to have something coming up real real soon where we're going to, inter- where we're going to be able to interact with the fans and yeah. show that appreciation. So people definitely. Um, keep your uh, eyes open, ears open, um, and get ready for that. But personally, for me, man, like you said, just hungry and trying to build up. So right now, I am, you know, in the in the midst of just building up my portfolio. Um, and just get, I'm talking about like bare bones, um, getting headshots. You know, trying to get more auditions, taking more classes. I'm looking for more opportunities to build um, the brand and build the stack. Um, hopefully, hopefully, have a nice little side project coming <laughs> you know this year yeah man i'm speaking it right now a buddy comedy of some sort is coming between oh, your boy yeah. uh manny and dh um in the oh, in the beginning stages and trust and believe when i tell you like on on camera like we fun together in the writers room. We fun mm-hmm. together, so it's something we're working on right now that I think y'all gonna be interested in. And it'll be a fun project to work on, um, and hopefully, you know, get the wheels turning and uh, mm-hmm. get some interest in it. But that's 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 in the can for both of us. We both got that on the way, and I think right now it's just exactly. time to just keep grinding, bro. Just keep creating and keep doing what we got to do. You know what I mean? Exactly, guys. And just keep chasing, man. Like if you love it, if you like it, we love it, and yeah. just keep going. Don't let people try to deter you. Stay focused. Um, stay hungry. And trust me, we all have that same 24 hours to do to, to be great. And it just comes down to who maximizes the, that time. So, you know, like we work all day and then here we are having a good old time, you know, making this, but also um, realizing that there's a bigger picture to this and it is the betterment of our people. And hopefully that you all latch on to it, are listening and open and willing to, um, absorb that because we all we got so that's it. uh that's it. man that's all i'm about man just trying to make make me better so i can make us better and we will go from there good i like that now look y'all y'all got some homework all right my listeners y'all got some homework this i need you to do okay y'all need to go yes. on twitter on and, blackboard and <laughs> log in Shit, for those log assignments in. <laughs> <Log> in. <laughs> Y'all got to go on Instagram and Twitter and follow Manny Majors. And while you're there, make sure you hit up regular convos. Make sure you share the page. You smash the like button. You give a review. You tell a friend. You you just you just share this with somebody, man. It's for the culture. It's for you. And you never know because we have regular convos. I put regular people up here. It's real people having, it's real people having regular convos. That's what we do. And, you know, we're going to catch Manny on another convo. I'm not sure when. I, I'm trying to think because I'm trying to work on this rotation because – you know, I gotta wait to I gotta wait to have you on when we about to drop some. Maybe that's what I do. Exactly. So you hold you hold on on that, but you know, I I am more than happy and excited to come back and join the squad and just you know see what y'all doing on here because I think what you got going on, man, it's fantastic. It's quality. It's good stuff. If y'all ain't know already, y'all need to go get into this man's mixtape that he just dropped about a good <laughs> month ago. Okay, hey, we sound different vibe. Get into it. Hey, okay. Man clap for me i appreciate it I like okay that. I like for that. real play that yeah. joint while you in the bubble bath right <laughs> and Slip. play it in the bubble bath Dog, was you watching was you watching uh what's that show uh, you big mouth? yeah <laughs> bubble boy play that shit in the bubble bath and you have a good so it's good and no. okay, this podcast quality that mixtape is quality and which what you're getting what you're going to get from us y'all is just um wholehearted quality work and, and it means a lot to all of us so you know this ain't something you know you know people are you know you know recording in the back of somebody's you know ford windstar like, <laughs> right quality it's pretty <laughs> people specific are paying money 
going to the studios. This is not love and hip hop. <laughs> right. It's stupid, man. Oh, this is in the studio. We're at the real studio right. doing real things. So um, <laughs> I need people to just absorb that, get into the man mixtape. It's very, very good. Um, get into the podcast. Follow us, like you said, on Instagram, on Twitter. We talk a lot. We laugh a lot. We have a good time. We all, we all love one another. You'll, you'll really enjoy the presence that we're bringing to the world. And we hope you guys like it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, that was another episode of Regular Convos. Uh, had my man Manny Majors in the building. Manny, say bye. Yep. All right, y'all. Love y'all, man. Y'all in the P.S. I love my every dog. Yay. Give me that beat. Southside, outside, westside, let's ride. Eastside, right, beside, Lake Shore Drive. And I'm, and I'm, Shattown's finest. Where you at, dog?